Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitcher, automotive host with the moose. And as always, we got our hot rod and happy couple, Smitty and Breezy. What up, what up? Back from the sick ward. Back from the sick ward, man. We still ain't 100%. We're like, I'm 100. Breezy's about 75. About 75. She's going to be quiet over here because she can't get, quit hacking. Hush. <laughs> quit coughing. I'm tired of it. You're coughing. And then quit spreading disease. <laughs> then, of course... We have Hot Rods and Happy Hours financial analyst slash numbers guru, the professor himself, back from the dead. Probably about 85, 90%. Uh, <laughs> shout out to the OGs over in Seneca, South Carolina. Holding it down for Seneca. OG Pitts. That's right. That's where my Paul's at. Right now, sitting by the lake, by the pool. Well, it's a rough life, you know? Man. I'm telling you. Eating Reese's peanut butter cups. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. One day I'd love to be that guy. That's right. Eating peanut butter cups by the lake. I'd hate to have his problems. I'm just saying. I'm telling you, I just, I don't think I can handle it. And then, of course, we have Hot Rods and Happy, our legal counsel slash all-around cool car guy, Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? So, you know, I've got some great news. I feel like. You ever seen America's Most no, – was it America's Most Wanted that uh, the guy, what's his name? Joe Walsh. There you no, go. John Walsh. John Walsh. John Not Joe. Joe Walsh is an Joe eagle. Joe Walsh is an <laughs> 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 John Walsh, yeah. There, 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 there. Hey, I know somebody that was on that show. I ain't going to say no names. It might have been some of my kinfolk. I worked very closely to a guy that was captured by old John himself. That's interesting. That's, that's interesting. That's a story for off the air. Yeah, it sounds like. <laughs> we'll be talking about that here in a minute. But I feel like that show right now because I have an update. Doom, doom, doom. Uh-oh. What's your update? You know, a few weeks back, I put a bounty out. I remember that bounty. Yeah, we were talking about our guilty pleasure cars. And everybody knows... Rob Pitts' ultimate guilty pleasure. C4. Yes. And I said, guys, I'm looking for a particular C4. I'm looking for an 88 35th anniversary Corvette. Lowest mileage, running vet. My inbox has exploded with every 1988 Corvette on the planet <laughs> that's for sale. Craigslist. Adult friend finder. I mean, Craig, <laughs> that's something else. And uh, That's a different inbox. <laughs> but, man, I mean, it's been blowing up, and I love it. And I actually had a guy, and I'm not going to say his name yet, but we're going to bring you on the air because you may have potentially found my car. 
16,000 miles, one owner, 88th anniversary Corvette. And on top of it all, it's in. Don't you like the suspense? You like that delay? Dun, 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 dun. We need like that music. Like dun, 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 dun. It's in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Home of the Corvette. Wow. Man, I got to say, I knew I knew our fans would come through. I knew that 100%. You know what? And since they came through so good, do we got any fans that are barbers? <laughs> Man, get out of here. Something that can straighten Smitty's head up. He's got this thing growing out the back. It looks a lot like a ponytail. Anyhow, like I was saying. Okay, I want you to know, this is a real story. Before the show, we always have, we always have dinner together. And, and, you know, we talk. And we came in. Well, I walked into the restaurant, and him and Breezy were sitting at a booth. And I walked up, and I said, come here. Like, hey, look at them two chicks right there. Look, there's Josh. There's Smitty sitting there. He did gotta, say that, no doubt. I'm just saying. Look at them two chicks. You might have us uh, some dinner dates. Nope. Man, ain't we got some cars to talk about. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to what I was saying before I was rudely interrupted. <laughs> because I got prettier hair than he got. I woke up with good hair this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, I knew our fans would come through without a doubt. But, man, this dude that is going to remain anonymous right now because he just might come on the show, this dude come through with one of the most pristine examples of what you're looking for. I'm telling you. Like, like you know, I was expecting – the run-of-the-mill Corvettes, and I got every 80,000-mile, 90,000-mile, five-owner car in the world got sent to me. And then just, you know, like 7 o'clock in the morning, I checked my inbox. Boom, there she sits. And that story that goes behind it is even it's unbelievable. epic. It's absolutely epic, and we're going to share all that with you when all the deal comes together. We're working on transport and all. Like This is, this is soon to be a done deal um, on the little car. And and the thing is, it's like, it's the ultimate guilty pleasure car. Like, I feel like one of those hoity-toity collectors now. You know what I mean? My 16,000-mile car. You know. Museum delivery car. I mean, you could honestly be considered one of those little hoity-toity. I could be. I mean, I might need to start wearing, like, a blazer with a T-shirt. Or a cheetah jacket. A cheetah. Hey, and it just so happens I have one. With white gloves? With some gloves. And I mean, it's like '80s rock star. Like if it was 1988, you know how pimping I would be. You would I'm, be there. I mean, all the chicks with the Aquanet in their hair would be all over this. Vince Neil didn't have one of these. No. I mean, it's. Although they did kill one in the movie The Dirt. That's one yeah, less I got to worry about. <coughs> you know. <laughs> one less I got to worry about. You, why don't you go braid your hair or something, okay? I want to, but Breezy won't do it. <laughs> I just started. You know what we could do? We could do his hair like Pippi Longstocking. I could do that, too. It could be Smitty Longstockings. Smitty <laughs> Put me some uh, coat, or not coat hanger. Some uh, wire hangers, yeah. yeah. Uh, the uh, pipe cleaner. That's what it is, pipe cleaner. <laughs> that way it's easily... You can, you can move them in different yeah, directions. Valuable. There you go. That, that, might be a, that might be a good look for you. We might do that at Mini Nats. Hey, I might do it. I'm pretty sure. Mini Nats would be the one place that I would probably try it. 
I pro- I'm pretty sure our hotel don't have television in it, so no so we should be notice. good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're not going. He'd probably blend in. The bad thing is you're not going to stick out there. That's the bad part. Well, after all the adult beverages that I plan on consuming there, I probably will even forget that it, they're there. And I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you. Anheuser Busch hadn't made enough adult beverages to forget about that haircut. <laughs> You can't drown yourself in that. Oh, man, here we go. I'm just saying. <laughs> or to spike you up, put some hair gel in there. Nah, buddy. That'd be a good but look for you. But did y'all notice that he shaved his goatee? Yeah, ain't nobody said nothing I did about now that. Yeah, his face all... is prettier right now. Well, I can't because he looks like Cousin It from the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I shaved four inches off my chin, and y'all just want to talk about the extra long on the top it it makes the hair stand out more it does it does it really does and i just want to i want to put this out there that i didn't do it willingly i had to go from my mediation for that wreck that i had and you had to look professional i had to look professional i was disappointed when i done it and then when i signed them papers i was even more disappointed so that's like a touchy subject. Like, just keep talking junk about my long hair. Just don't. Just, don't bring just, the don't, don't just leave my goatee out. Yeah, I almost, he almost had that where he could breathe. Yeah, well, I've seen was, you know I've seen a lot of men with goatees. So that's the reason I don't make fun of that. <laughs> I've only met one. I've only met one guy that had long hair and could pull that off. <laughs> Fabio. <laughs> no, no, I Willie Nelson, the redheaded stranger. Not the end. The end. Exactly. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. But, man, I am so excited about this Corvette, dude. Like, I am literally fangirling over here. I bet I you are. I was until you started talking about my hair. I'm going to give me a white satin jacket with, like, Heartbeat of America on it. <laughs> that would be sharp. Cool. I'm telling you. I tell you what ain't cool is these damn commercial breaks. Every time. Every Guys, time. stay tuned. We got a lot more Hot Rods and Hap Hour, including some special guests coming up. Stay tuned. Right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts, of course, in the studio. We have our Hot Rod and Happy couple, Smitty and Breezy. Hey, guys. What up, what up? Then we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours financial analyst slash numbers guru, Richard Hoskins. What's going on to all the hot rodders out in Albuquerque, New Mexico? Where are you getting these towns? You know, you've never heard about the hot rodding scene in Albuquerque? No. <laughs> There's got to be one, though. You never forget about Kirky. <laughs> then, of course, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours legal counsel slash all-around cool car guy, Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? Oh, me. So, guys, how's, how's, how's y'all's week been? I mean, we're coming off a great show. I mean, everything going good? Everybody feeling all right? Feeling great, man. Uh, feeling great. Motorfest, awesome as always. 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 You know, Carolina Motorfest is a fun show, and I, I'm so glad we have it two times a year. So if we, that way, if we screw up in the spring, we can, like, make up for it in the fall. <laughs> That's all we got to do is pull off one good one a year. Yeah, That's right. I mean, as long as you do it right once. 50-50. We're heroes. I mean, you know, you're batting, you know, 500, you know? It's not bad. I mean, I'm good with that. I mean, it ain't major numbers, but you know what I'm saying. Well, I don't want to be considered an overachiever. You don't want to be that guy. Yeah, you don't want to overdeliver. You don't want all A pluses. You got to have an A minus in there somewhere. If you overdeliver, they automatically expect you to do it again, and then it becomes the standard. And then you got to come up with a whole new overdelivery, and I just ain't one of them dudes. He's, I'm just not that guy. Uh-uh. I'm telling you, Smitty. You know, 
I'm excited about our call-in guest. Yeah, me and too. We've got a guest coming in the studio, too, like like a real live one. Like, not talking to him on the phone. <laughs> like a real person. Like a real person. And we didn't even have to pay him. I know. They they wanted to be here. Yeah. Well, you think we should go ahead and tell everybody? There's some there? awesome guys, too. They are some awesome guys. we got the guys from Southeast Gasters here. First of all, we got Quayne Stott. I mean, Pro Mod World Champion, you know, the founder of Southeast Gasters. I mean, this dude is a cool guy. We got him on the phone. And then we got next in line in the house, Stephen Smith of Southeast Gasters here. Which is another awesome guy. I mean, they were out at Motorfest, and this weekend coming, they're going to be at Shadyside. It's going to be a great time. If you ever can have the opportunity to make a Southeast Gasters event, you definitely need to do it. These things are raw. Well, that's what it's real racing. You know what I mean? It's none of this fake stuff or, you know, made for TV, street racing, whatever action. It's straight up clutch popping, gears jamming, wheels in the air. It sounds like you read a t shirt. Well, no, but I've been to some of them and they're awesome. Yeah, I've been to them too and I enjoy them. I enjoy it. Yeah, I think I like the four speed thing. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. Kind of, I'm a manual guy. That's how I roll. And my friend Debbie Adcox told me this. Uh, what kind of transmission is that that they all have to use? Hightower. Johnny Hightower. Well, Hightower builds them, but they're yep. running like top loader four speed. Yeah, they're top yeah, loader. But they ha- it has a name. Um, and Jericho. Jericho's. Yeah, that, um, that's, yeah. Jericho's, yeah. Which are that, built by Johnny Hightower. Johnny Hightower, yeah. That, that's, I mean, there's just some cool cars. and I mean, they got some neat parts. And I, I like some of them how you got... You know, you got you know, the cars like the Falcons. I think they make cool drag cars. Yeah, Falcons make great gassers. Make great gassers. I love the Tri-5 Chevys. They make killer gassers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I love them all. I really do. I, I'm, I'm a, I love that nostalgia. You know what I'm saying? And these guys are really driving these things. You know, this is this is this is the drag racing for drivers. Yeah, this is you. You don't drive these things to church. I mean, well. If your church only allows burnouts, but you know. Yeah, I mean, I would. That'd be the ultimate church getting car. Yeah, this is my church car. I mean, I just love them, dude. They're they're awesome cars, man. And what I really, really love about it is how that they have got to stay within the strict confines of, you know, their rules. Yeah, well, and that's what keeps it cool. That's what keeps it interesting. Yeah. You know, I mean, next thing you know, because you got to think about it. Could you imagine keeping 60, 70 guys straight on the rules? Be like, oh, hell, just bring what you want to. You know, and the next thing you know, you got a Pro Mod Nova there. I was going to say, you have a Pro Mod car there. Well, see, what's cool about them, too, is like, you know, A gas, B gas, C gas, H gas, all these, all these. And in them classes that they're in, it's not one's going to have nothing more than the other because it's pound per, per cubic inch. Pound per cubic inch. I mean, Pretty. I mean, and then the thing is, I mean, you got your know, big black cars, small black cars. You got some. You got some. You got some four power stuff in there. I mean, you got a little bit of everything. Emmys. I mean, that's that's another thing. You know, you look at like a lot of your drag cars nowadays. Everybody's running the same kind of power plants. You know, something works, they all go with it. Uh, I mean, got, this is kind of what you're a fan of. You got computer boxes. You know, you got internet. You got all these all this yeah, you got stuff. Laptop sitting in the passenger seat. Yeah, exactly. I mean. Yeah. You know, I mean, you don't need to be having Wi-Fi on your drag car. That's what. But I mean, I think that's a lot of it. Technology has ruined drag racing and, and racing in general. Yeah, I agree. It, this whole I saw I've seen these things. Uh, this new drag racing, if, and I put that in quotes. 
where they start like in the water box and punch it and cross the beams at like 50 miles an hour and then start drag racing. You haven't seen this? Yeah, no, I have. no this is a yeah, thing, I man. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I don't, look I don't, it up. I don't want to live in this world. No, I mean that's it's not wrong. that's not drag racing. You're roll racing down a track. Yeah, it ain't from a dig or nothing. It's that's that's just no. That's the thing, man. Look it up. Yeah. Oh, I know. it is. There's just so many wrongs in that. Yeah. that. You know what I blame that on? Poor raising, yeah. poor upbringing, and, and not learning bad how to, parenting. Not learning how to drive your car. I mean, I understand that a lot of these cars are much much faster than well mine, but you know, I mean, the caddy that I drive to work every day. If I can cut a perfect light, whip up on some Mustangs, you know, that's cool if you have a thousand horsepower car, learn how to drive it. From a professor. That's right. Yeah, exactly. It's like I'm a pu- it's like a public Richard. service announcement from the professor. Yeah, hey, 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 douche whistle. <laughs> it's cool you have a thousand horsepower car. The man that cut a perfect light. But can you beat this three hundred horsepower caddy? That I drove from Greenville to Tennessee. Who's your daddy? Caddy. I still, I'm a fan of the caddy. That was that puts joy in my heart. Like, I don't have kids, but that was kind of like a proud papa moment for me. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. That's my boy. Yeah, that's what it's like watching my brother do that, man. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Like, it's a little, you know what I'm saying. Well, that's what drag racing is, though. And you know, you got to know how to do it. You got to know how to make your car start going fast, like from a stop. You got to know how to watch a tree. These. Otherwise, it's just like an exhibition. Yeah, and but and this is what I like about the the, the gasser races and, and these guys, because I mean they have all the classes with all these cars, but this is real drag racing. This isn't from a roll stuff or anything like that. I tell you what else we're going to roll through this damn commercial break again. Wow, Boy, they come up so fast every time. Every time, guys, stay tuned. You're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour, right here on one zero six three W O R D. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy. It's Rob Pitts, of course. In the studio, as always, we got our Hot Rod and Happy couple, Speedy and Breezy. Hey, hey, hey. What up, y'all? You know what? With all that hair you guys got, oh, Lord, here y'all we could go. do like them Clairol commercials or something. No. Be like, hey, who used my head and shoulders? <laughs> I did. Because I know it's who made used from my head and shoulders. <laughs> it's made for me and you. I'm telling you, like like a boy girl hair shampoo commercial. It, it, it is kind of unisex. I mean, for real, she be using it. You all can the time. tell you a Vidal Sassoon kind of guy. I don't know what I. She gets she gets the expensive stuff, and I'll use it. Like I don't know what it is. I know it comes in a black bottle, and I think it's got like a gold top. He likes to smell fruity. Really. That ain't, that ain't the only thing fruity going on in that situation a bit. You realize you got to go home with me tonight, woman. Woman. Yep, I want you to wash your hair with my shampoo. Oh. Hoskins, what you wash your hair with? Uh, <laughs> whatever. See, that's, that's the answer of a real man right there. I think it's Axe. It's in a blue bottle, and it's kind of blue. It's blue. It's kind of in a blue bottle. You know what I want? Soap. That's what I use. Soap. You know why? I use the same stuff because I wash myself. Because I'm a man. That's why. It's a very versatile product. Exactly. I have 37 things I clean my car with. I have one thing that cleans me. Period. That's it. That's all you need. I can't do it, man. I got a sensitive scalp. My my head be itching. (laughs) 
and it start flaking, no. It produces long, pretty hair. It does. I got that good hair. You got something. <laughs> you got that bad face, but that hair's on kill. It don't matter. It don't matter. My maybe you could. Fine. Maybe you could. Maybe you could. Yeah, you just. You got a good talking game or something going. Hey, I, that's that's always my. What you need? When people call me ugly. What you need to? You what you need to wife? do? Have you ever tried combing it over the other way, like over the front? I did, and uh, freaked breezy out the other day. I just got out the shower and I was sitting there just messing around because I was bored. I think she was watching like YouTube videos or something. But I was sitting there, and I was brushing my hair, and I noticed she wasn't paying attention to me. And that movie, The Grudge, ain't it The Grudge? Yeah, The Grudge. Freaks her out, dude. Freaks me out. Well, she turned around and looked at me, and my hair is all wet, and I got it combed over my face, and I started going, ah. She come unglued off the right. couch. And I know like, we're not talking. It. Okay, I know we're not talking about color stuff right now, but you're freaking me out now. <laughs> I'm a grown man. I'm going to have nightmares not because of you and your bad hair. Can't help you a woman. No, 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 no. I'm not a woman. You have hair like a woman. <laughs> I have hair like a woman, but I am not scared of an animated movie. It's animated. It's not I'm, animated. It's not CGI, animated. same thing. It ain't real, is it? Stuff you're watching. Yeah, uh, it says what these kids are into now, and that's what's wrong. With, and you know what else is wrong? What's wrong with drag racing? These kids are watching CGI movies apparently <laughs> and having nightmares. Exactly. Growing the hair long. Next thing you know, yeah, say nothing about no vaping. Vaping. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say nothing about that. Drag racing, though, it seriously needs a redo. It does. They just need to take drag racing, take everything that makes drag racing what it is, shake it up, and start all over. I think part of it is cars have gotten so fast now that anyone can be a quote-unquote drag racer. Well, it's it's not driving anymore because the cars are so dialed in. Unless there's a catastrophic failure, there's no driving to it. No, no. Push a button and go. Well, so that's the thing. I mean, you got to think. If my car is faster than your car and my car is faster than 100 other people's cars, then everybody else is going to start complaining. But when you break it down to a level playing field where you've got the tweak and turn, everybody gets a trophy. That's the whole problem. It's everybody. You know what? That's what I blame it on. And it's true. It is Mm -hmm. to an extent. I tell you another person. I tell you another thing about drag racing that's always irritated me is bracket racers. I like them, but they never get the respect they deserve. No, nah, that's hard. It's extremely hard. Being it really a is to to some point, but now they have like delay boxes and all that stuff, and you can pretty much dial a car into what you want it to run. You let go of the button, and it'll go down the track. But how about if your box goes out? What do you do? Well, then you. So there and again, we Break got out. boxes to keep us from jumping a lot. Exactly. You jump the light or, you know, you got all these boxes and then you're going down through your cars, you know, letting off, accelerating, letting off. It's doing everything that your right foot should be doing. Well, I mean, so is it all we blame in technology? I mean, for the most part. Yeah, I'm with you. I blame technology. And lazy people. When our dads <laughs> grew up or was racing... There wasn't no boxes to help you run a certain time. Well, that stu- stutter boxes have been around a long stutter time. Stutter boxes, but what I'm saying, yeah, like Kobe yeah. saying, they got cruise control boxes. They so do. You can and run a eight nine instead of a whole nine. You know, that's 
I don't know. I'm, I just think technology has took a lot of the sport out of drag racing. It has. And I think that's another reason why I love our special guests we got coming up. Because these guys are putting it, they're putting the show back in drag racing. That's right. You know, and it's like I tell people, I describe it to people, it's like you know, exhibition racing. But these guys are racing for a championship. They yeah. do 11 events a year. That's and, freaking nuts. And they're diehard. They're motor guys. There's there's a difference. These guys have carburetors. They have. They don't have big money sponsors and all the, that stuff. This is this is for the love. What I'm saying is they have factory heads that are built. They have factory carburetors. They got to run a certain stuff. They don't. They just can't go get on jigs and buy every performance part there is. These guys got to build what would come in them cars, wedge motors, uh, small blocks, 402s, 409s, whatever they got, that's what they got to run. And these guys do it to the limit. I mean, these things are turning 10,000 RPMs. That's nuts. It is nuts. I mean, I've seen literally. Uh, you haven't lived till you've turned something a high RPM like that. I've seen videos where these guys are sitting there on the line. and You, that, ever, you ever revved a car up so high before? That it like it's not even straight anymore. It's like it just keeps going. Yeah, that's not a good feeling. You're not gonna like this. That's what, that's what rotaries do. Okay, listen, we're not talking about no damn witchcraft on my damn radio show. Hey, I Hoskins. love a rotary. I'm, I'm yeah, bored. you know what? You also love braiding your hair. Okay, <laughs> that don't make it right either. I'm okay? not an import guy, man, but you cannot beat the sound of a. Are rotary. you an import girl, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> You didn't shave that facial hair off now. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> did you shave it off for your meeting or did you shave it off because ladies' nights tomorrow? <laughs> free drinks. Happy hour. She's closed down. I don't get them buy one, get one free wings no more. <laughs> it's a shame what God do, get free some, some free wings. <laughs> don't say it too loud. Richard be coming in next thing you know. He'll have pigtails. Patrick, you got any wings over there? <laughs> Richard, do you ever eat outside of the studio? I've come to that conclusion. You ask Patrick, you like panhandle for food. Like, what do you think I come here for? Patrick, Patrick, Patrick will be eating. Lunch. Patrick will be eating dinner, and like Richard, like, can I lick your fingers? Ew. <laughs> Ew. Not his fingers, maybe a spoon. But no. I, just, I sit there and just feed Richard every week some kind of kind gummy bears or something all the time. There we go. We're getting back off just because Rob said something about my hair. Yeah, we did get off. I'm tell- I can't Second, help it. Look. Look at his hands over there. I guarantee you, Steven's fingernails are greasy. I bet his knuckles are busted. That's what makes a true drag racer. Exactly. You're exactly right. That's what makes a drag racer. He turns wrenches just as much as he turns RPMs. But that's all these guys. And these yeah. guys are in it. And this, and like girls. I said, this isn't their job. This is their hobby. Exactly. They're doing it for the love. They got a nice they ain't got. They ain't got, you know... Valvoline or some big oil company or something like that backing them. No, no, they're financing this little gig themselves. Yeah, and they got some gorgeous cars out there. Yeah. I love the look. And yeah. they, they travel all over too. I mean, oh yeah, they go all yeah, over the place. Obviously, southeastern is going to be regional. I mean, you're looking but... at Kentucky and uh, Tennessee and North Carolina and Alabama, Indiana, Indiana, Virginia. I mean, they're all over the place. Aiken at Carolina Dragway. That's a fun drag strip. That is. That's a cool I've never driven on it, but I've been there. You've never, never driven on it? We should take the professor on a little tour with his Cadillac. 
shutting people down. Yeah, shutting people down. Who can beat the professor? Any Mustangs? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna be shutting too many people down at like a real drag strip on a. <laughs> it don't matter. At a regular event. It don't matter. Work. We'll get in free. We'll have good seats. <laughs> exactly. Everybody will be scared to jump on the professor. <laughs> Everybody fears the professor. I'm telling you. I'm down. I'm down. I'm always down for good seats. Let's go. I'm Aiken, always down. Aiken ain't that far away. No, no, no. Actually, it's not not that far away at all, actually. But that'd be a that'd be a fun little gig right there. Yeah, so we'll just go out like street sweeping with the ATS caddy. Guys, we're talking drag racing and where it's went wrong right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. It's Rob Pitts. And, of course, in the studio, as always, we got our hot rod and happy couple. Smitty and Breezy. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, so we didn't jump the red light. What up, y'all? That's what I'm saying. I'm checking your reaction time. <laughs> you watch Richard. He likes to leave a little early if you catch my drift. <laughs> and then, of course, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours. Financial analyst slash numbers guru Richard Hoskins. What is shaking over in Kansas City, Kansas? And, of course, we got Hot Rods and Happy Hour legal counsel slash all-around cool car guy, Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? Oh, man, I tell you what's going on. We're talking about drag racing. I know, and I love it. You know, we got some great guests in the next hour coming up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've got we got Stephen Smith with Southeast Catchers, but we also got Quain Stott. And Quain Stott's a pro mod guy. My dad used to drag race with Quain, like years and years and years through the ranks. He used to drag race. And, and you know, this the cool thing is, is, is Quain's going to tell us about you know, how basically when he retired from Pro Mod, I mean, he like raced Pro Mod for like 18, 19 years. Yeah. And, and, and went from Pro Mod to starting this vintage drag racing league, which basically is what it is, and, and growing this from nothing but an idea. Yeah. And it took off and went crazy. It has become huge. And they're giving back. I mean, like Big yep. Dan on Garlis, you know, he's got things with his, you know, with his museum. He does exhibitions. Man, for a man in radio, I get tongue-tied a lot. <laughs> yeah, he does. And Daddy Dungarlic goes all around Exhibition the world runs. With, like, some of his nitro cars and stuff, the old-school stuff, the engine-in-the-front type nitro cars, or and does some really cool stuff. Quain, he got out of the Pro Mod stuff. He got into doing all the – he built a bad-to-the-bone – gasser car ran it for a few years and then stepped back from that now he's just running the southeast gassers with with his great crew that he has and it has taken off huge it has taken off huge and i love to see something grow like that i mean and queen's a local guy yeah and i love that right up the mountain i'm saying you're right 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 up the mountain (laughs) queen's a hot rod guy too he's comes to some hot rods and happy hour events always fun had drag racing guys out there I love it. It's it's so funny. It, it tickles me. And my dad's just as bad as the rest of them. Old drag racers just turn into hot rodders. Yeah. Like you can't get you can't just stop and drive like a Ford Festiva. No, absolutely not. Which you shouldn't drive one of those anyway. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Ford Festiva. You can't guys. say it. You can't say it, Professor. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's the thing. Like like you know. Every, it's like every old drag racer I know has got a hot rod now. He's a car show guy. Yeah. He's that guy. So, and it's kind of crazy to see that. You know, my dad was a drag racer. And Quain, you know, Quain, Quain's got a, Quain's got a killer Camaro, first-gen Camaro. Really? Heck yeah. He was, matter of fact, he was at Hot Rods and Happy. He's been to our events with it before. 
Bolton powered. I mean, it's bad. Yeah, it's 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 a little more than a typical street car. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, I guarantee. I mean, you can't go back from driving a Pro Mod to some regular hot rod. Well, and I mean, that's the thing. Everything's going to seem slow to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? But now, and I I hope Quain's not as bad as my dad, but now now my dad will sit through red lights. That's the thing that scares me. Really? Yes. (laughs) The man that used to cut the perfect light sits through them. Dang. Well hit, Robbie. Was that green for that? Why are they honking my horn at me? (laughs) You just sat through a whole green light. (laughs) Oh, man. I love drag racing, dude. I mean, that's – I love old school drag racing. And when uh, we done that uh, benefit for Jacob Hall back at Ruby Tuesdays, yeah. there was a bunch of those over there. Oh, yeah. Well, there – and then for Craig Owen also. It might have been for Craig Owen. It was both. Was it both? It was both. And, and that's the thing that I love is these guys come out. And like they were out at Motorfest. And, I mean, you know, having these guys out there. And I love seeing the kids. You're speaking of Jacob Hall. Yeah. I love seeing the kids with these cars because you are sharing the history. And this is the history of our hobby. Whether, you know, everybody knows you're the media trucker guy. Oh, yeah. You know? And, you know, and everybody knows that Professor's that guy. No that likes <laughs> front-wheel drive turbo cars. Weird 80s Dodge. <laughs> yeah, that guy. And, you know, Kobe is a hot rod guy. And everybody knows me as a hot rod guy. But you know what? That's the history of the cars. Though. That's 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 where it all comes from. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And and this and they're telling a story, and that's what I love about it. Yeah, and I mean, there and again, it don't matter. It's like I said a thousand times, dude. It don't matter what car. Just like Breezy with the imports, and just like us with what we just said, it don't matter what you have. It's all about the fellowship. It is about the fellowship at the end of the day. I mean, I'll be honest with you. If 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 it wasn't for Richard's fellowship. I sure as hell wouldn't talk to him about his car. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> Thanks, man. You're welcome, bud. Well, I mean, you got to think, dude. I mean, think about it. These dudes are racing all weekend long, and 99% of the time, it ends up in a fight. But by the time you get home or back to the hotel and showered up and grab you a little bite to eat, y'all buddies again. You know, like you were talking about fellowship, and I'm – I've been to a lot of the gas racing stuff, and what's cool about it is you can walk through the pits freely, and these guys, even though they're turning wrenches, you walk into that car, and I almost guarantee 99% of them are going to stop what they're doing and talk to you for just a few little brief minutes or whatever about their car. If you ask them, they're going to tell you, you know, not every detail, but they're going to talk, talk to you about it, let you take pictures with it and all that. That is cool because they interact with their fans. They're not stuck up they're not behind ropes they're whatever they're right there out in the public for everybody to see and these and these guys talk to everybody about it and i think that is really cool that they can do that it is really cool and then this is i think what i like about it is is all right you go to an nhra event and you're the professor i mean you're a friggin icon you go places you sign things you 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 take selfies with people you stickered a baby. You stickered a. We I didn't. We did. Yeah, we 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 stickered <laughs> yeah. a child. But this is the thing: when you go to an HRA event, you're gonna stand in line to meet a drag star. And I ain't saying those guys aren't busy and all that. You go to a Southeast Gasser event; these guys are walking around, and you can talk to them. You can see these cars. You can see them working on these cars. Yep. Yeah, but that's the bad thing about an NHRA. You go there, you're gonna have to stand in line to meet the guy that drives the car, and he might be a little busy. But that dude ain't turning no wrenches. 
He's no. not rebuilding a motor. No, he's sitting in a lounge. He's, he's sitting in a lounge in an easy bull with a fan blowing on him. Probably got him a little lemonade or something. He ain't doing nothing. He ain't busy. He should be out there interacting because, truth be known, the people that bought them tickets paid him to be there. Exactly. Where, like, these gastro guys, you'll see them. They are turning wrenches because they don't have a huge million-dollar operation to no, turn no, no, wrenches no, for Multi-million-dollar yeah, operation. Yeah, exactly. But pit crews and things like that. I mean, that's what it's all about. And that's what I like about this. It's, it's grassroots, but it's organized. And it, it tells the history of drag race and where it came from. And they roots. put on a show, and it's, it's bumper to bumper. Bumper to bumper racing. I mean, they ain't gapping each other by five and six car lengths. I'm talking like well, fender that's to fender, the, that's bumper the, to bumper. That's when you know you got your classes set right when you have close competition like that. And I tell you, you talk about a bumper, it ain't nothing like a bumper hitting the ground when they're doing a wheelie taking off from the yeah. line. Oh, exactly. I love that stuff, man. That's what makes it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys are in for a treat. And they're pulling this. them up in third gear. Heck yeah. I mean, but this is real drag race. This is no automatic. This is four speeds. I mean, it's real stuff. No big tubbed out cars like that. I mean, they're running what? 12s, maybe? Yeah, 12 inch wide, wide slicks. 10 inch wide slicks. I mean, no, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this isn't like, you know, any, any, any new drag race and stuff remotely. No, and they can't, what, they can't run like, you know, your weld. Five piece rims. They got a, most of them run old school slotted mags on there. Yeah, or magnesium or aluminum yep, wheels yep, on them. Yep. I mean, that's, I mean, you got to run what you had back then. And that's, that's what it's all about. And that's what I love about the gas service, the Southeast Gas Service events. And I want to tell you something. Like, like I said, we've got a killer, killer, killer couple segments coming up with these guys here in the next hour. You're definitely not going to miss that. Guys, we've got Quinn Stott and Stephen Smith from Southeast Gassers coming up next right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 